Hey friends, this is Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous, and I'm your host, Julia. And on today's show, we have a really exciting guest for you. Are you familiar with Behind the Velvet Rope? If you are, then you will be super thrilled for today's episode. We have host of that show, David Yontif, on today. And we are talking The Hills, The Hills New Beginnings, Laguna Beach. We even dive a little bit into Gossip Girl and to um, Selling Sunset and a bunch of other shows. So without further ado, here we go to the show. David, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for having me. I mean, it's great to take a break from my, you know, so my podcast is interview. So it's five interviews a week and I don't get to talk about things because it's Mm -hmm. not about me. It's literally like I'm a journalist and I'm interviewing people and it's all about them. Yeah. So I love doing things like this because I can actually talk about what's going on and I can't do that on my own show. Even when I do have people from the Hills on, I can say one word of like, yes, it's the great show to them. And then it's all about them again. So. I'm yeah. happy to be here. I'm excited you're here. And I have to say, I, when, so I've listened to all of your episodes where you've interviewed Hills people or Laguna Beach people, because I'm a, a topic or a guest person when it comes to podcasts. I can't do like a whole, but then yesterday when I was looking through your podcast and I saw that you had interviewed Kate Flannery, I was like, bookmark because I love her. <laughs> We, you know, when I started my podcast, it was all reality TV. And then Mm -hmm. one day I was just like, I just want to branch out. There's Mm -hmm. more to life. So yeah, like Kate Flannery and like Michael Fishman from Roseanne. But I have to say, we have some things coming up. Some guests, and this is not an ego. There are people I've booked that are even, I'm shocked. I'm like, I don't understand how this person sat down and chatted with me. There are some big names coming. There really are. And this coming week, I have somebody from the Hills, new beginnings. I have somebody else. I have somebody new. Oh, I'm so excited. That's really exciting. Um, so let's dive in. I know you get let's asked to it. talk about the hills a lot and and Laguna Beach too, probably because they kind of coincide. So let's just start there with those two. So I'm dying to know which do you prefer out of the two, Laguna Beach or Hills? That is such a hard question. I mean, probably the hills, mm-hmm. but I get Laguna Beach. I mean, it was classic and it was not, you know, it was more real, even though it wasn't real. We know it was like, they just didn't really know what they were doing. So for that, I, and like, you know, like I talked to like Christina Schuler and Alex Mm -hmm. M. And for people who are listening, if you haven't listened to those interviews and you love Laguna Beach, you need to go and listen to them because they're really, really great. Yeah. And like Alex M is a two-parter. We chatted for like mm-hmm. almost two hours. So like, I like the old school. So like in theory, I like Laguna Beach better. Mm-hmm. I do. But I mean, look what the Hills has become. I know. Right. It's crazy. So therefore I probably like the Hills better just because it's given us so much. And it has that know? vibe to it where when you're kind of leave your hometown and then you go and try and make it big quote, make it big in a bigger city. And LA is one of those cities that people sort of flee to, to 
excuse me, um, make their life happen. And then you're watching these kids trying to make their life happen. It just has that, it's a coming of age that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah. I mean, who knew that Laguna Beach would lead to all of this? And I mean, really, if we're talking about it, let's not forget the city. I mean, I also like the city. I loved the city because Whitney Port was my favorite at the time of The Hills when it was airing live. I just loved how she was kind of more grounded than the rest of them. And then when they gave her her spinoff and then um, Jay. Roxy little, Olin. Mm-hmm, and her little boyfriend, Jay, I was like, oh, you're cute. Oh, you have an accent. Oh, I'm here for this. And then I think they only did one season, right? And I'm sorry, Kelly Catron. I mean, like, ah, oh. yeah. And Roxy Olin is Ken Olin's daughter, who's 30 something. And oh. he did Brothers and Sisters. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. She's the daughter of the 30 something Ken Olin, who also did Brothers and Sisters. Mm-hmm. So why do you think, I know you've talked about this before, but for my listeners, cause they probably, I don't know if they've heard of you, which is not a bad thing, but there's so many niches it. now. But so why do you think that the Laguna beach and the, and the Hills was so revolutionary and, and cause it came out in, was it Oh five, Oh six. How it's pretty. It, it's, I thought it was Oh three. Was I, it Oh three? Yeah. I thought it was all. Yeah. That's pro- I, you're probably I, right. I We're going to go with your right. Three. Yeah. Um, why was it so revolutionary? I mean, I feel like it was before everything we have now, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, I think part of it too was, I mean, MTV was really it back in the day. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's what started the real world. So I feel like MTV, the eyes were already on MTV as far as like this genre and as far as like reality TV. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a huge part of it. You know, Mm -hmm. not like the world we live in now where we have Bravo and then we even have like the Chrisleys on USA and like any network can come along with a reality show. And if it's good, people will find the network. But -hmm. I feel like back in the day, we just had less networks that we were talking about. There wasn't streaming. And so I think MTV had a huge part. It was before Jersey Shore. It was Mm -hmm. like, that's where you went for the real world. And then the challenge. And then here came Laguna Beach. I don't know. We had nothing like it. You know, it was right? We had nothing. Yeah, like we didn't. Have, and I love how he, how there wasn't the confessional, right? It was just this, it felt like you were watching a TV show of their lives without them giving their opinion of what was happening. So you kind of, you still felt like you're watching TV. You didn't feel like you were watching reality TV in the way, in the way that we know it now, obviously, but even back then it was like, there's still a narrative. There's still sort of something happening, but you don't have the the cast sitting down saying, well, you know, I was really upset and, and whatever it is that they can come back in and reflect on. And I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. Laguna didn't have the confessionals. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't. And so that, I don't know, you really, you didn't know, like now you watch the Kardashians or the Chrisleys, like, you know, that it's real, like what's going on in the world, but Mm -hmm. like, these are fake situations, you know, like when Chris has a birthday or like, you know, Kendall's upset about something, like it's a fake situation where then they go through and act it, but you really believed this was real. I mean, even though there was all that chatter until the end, 
you really just didn't believe that it was it's like almost like we didn't know what we know now about reality tv yes i read an article a couple of years ago because i forget how long ago it was but they were talking about like there was chatter about hills sort of maybe having a reunion show and um somebody had written an article about how devastating they how devastated they were that they found out that the brody lauren situation was contrived and it wasn't like quote real so I rewatch The Hills every summer because it makes me feel better. And I just feel That's like okay. it's a great show to watch in the summer. Do you pick up on new things when you rewatch it? Every time. So after really? I read that article, I was like, yeah, this does kind of feel forced a little bit. Like Lauren doesn't feel like she's into Brody in that way. And 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 now I can understand. But, but you know, when it originally aired, I was like, Brody and Lauren, you know, please get together. You're so cute and all this. And Brody's just beautiful anyway. So why wouldn't you? Let me tell you something, arm? Brody. Like, are you on Brody's Instagram? Brody has gotten more beautiful. Uh, he, um, I, had to, the years. I had to stop following him because I was like, I can't handle this much attractiveness. <laughs> I mean, he was always attractive, but there's something about him now. I feel like he's more attractive than ever. Like, yeah. I don't know. He just, it's something. Maybe it's he's healthier now that he's not drinking. I don't COVID know. COVID did him well. It, it really, really did. did. And that's not fair because it didn't do all of us well. Some of us have no. the COVID weight that we're trying to get rid yes, of. Yes, <laughs> but it, it went one of two ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I need to know Hill's New Beginnings. Yes. There's a lot of conversations about whether or not reboots should exist which I, I, I'm here for reboots personally. Yeah. I, I watched the Connors. I was super thrilled about the Mighty Ducks reboot. I don't care. I 90210 and yes. NBH 90210, even Melrose Place, the reboot I watched, yes. which wasn't good, but I loved it. But you're just, you're here for it. I'm um, here for it. So Hills New Beginnings, let's talk about it. Let's talk about all let's things. talk about it. I mean, well, I am all, listen, Will it ever be the original? No, no, it won't. Is it as good? No. Is it really good? Yeah, it's really still good. I think. I think so too. Not Adam, everyone thinks so. Is Adam Devello involved in the new one? I haven't even looked. I was just. I mean, it's been I out. For think so because okay. it's funny. Like I don't know if you remember in my Jason Waller interview when we were talking. It was before this season. It was after last season. Mm -hmm. He's definitely like, yeah, we're coming back and this and that. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry about last season. Like he apologized. I didn't say anything. He apologized to me. Yeah. So there is this consensus among them that it wasn't good. And I said, like, you don't have to apologize. Like, I loved it. And he's like, oh, you know, that's nice of you. <laughs> but we're making changes. And I'm like, it was fine. Yeah, I, I really, I really liked it. I thought that the, the the people that came back, I wasn't surprised by about who came back. I wasn't surprised that Lauren and and Kristen didn't come back because I think Kristen was already doing very cavalry at the time, so the yeah. conflict makes sense that she wouldn't be available. And Lauren's um, made it clear that she'll never be on reality TV again. Yeah, I saw an interview no with her. She has none. I saw an interview with her a couple years ago, and she was um, she and her husband were uh, on vacation, and he was flipping through channels, and it was re-airing, and he sees her crying, and apparently he's never seen the show, and she's like, "Change the channel. We're not having this conversation." I thought that was a really interesting reaction because it catapulted her career in a way and she's done a yeah. very good job at being able to like shift that fame into something successful and sustainable um but I loved it when they brought it back I was like yes this is this is what we need right now um and I love that Justin Bobby came back because I just thought he was the cutest I mean he's you know your 
resident bad boy. Everybody needs one of those. When they were in New York doing press, like whenever that was 2000, mm-hmm. I guess in 19, I literally followed the whole cast around. And like, I love that. I mean, I ran into them and have pictures of all of them over and over and over. I love all, that. All day for yeah. like three days. I'm like, I went to every possible thing that yeah. there was to do. I love it was literally like, I can't believe that you're all here. And like, this is just way too much to handle. No, and I love uh, Brandon Thomas Lee, love. I thought he was a great addition because he's bringing in a different element to the show. He's a little bit younger, but he he he's on their seat. Just because there's an age difference, he still is able to participate and have moments with them that are real or feel real. Listen, if you're going to bring in a little Pamela Anderson to do a <laughs> scene or two, like, I'm sorry, you deserve a saw. I mean, the fact that he's Tommy Lee, like, that's just like, it's he fits it makes yes. complete sense and he's so handsome when they mm-hmm. brought him I was like I need to google when did Pamela and, and Tommy have their kids because I feel kind of bad for thinking you're so cute are you over 21 yes okay I can think you're cute exactly uh, so so was there anybody from the original hills that you wanted to see come back that didn't come back that wasn't Lauren I'm trying to think. So who didn't come back? I don't think we saw Low. Okay. I, and, I would have taken Low. And Jen Bunny, I don't think came back either. I would have taken Low. Yeah. I would have taken Low. Jen Bunny, you know, I'll take her or leave her. But Low, I really liked Low. Yeah, I did too. I thought she was another, um, again, grounding voice for some of them because they get a little. And a little... she has like a real business and stuff now. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, especially this season, to me, there's so many people, like, they're really not all in it. Like, we've seen, like, nothing of Whitney. So, I mean, it's almost like, how hard is it to even sign on? Like, it's not like you're Lauren, uh, you know, and it's like, just to show up and do a few scenes. So, I think it's like, I I like it. I mean, I think we don't need any more people. I think we've reached our max. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of people. Yeah, there really are. And in that Justin, Bobby, Audrina, will they, won't they situation is still kind of there all these years later, which I thought is interesting because I felt like at the end of the Hills, she was very firmly like, I'm done with Justin. He clearly doesn't want anything to be involved with me and we're done now. And then here we are fast forward 10 years later and it's like, Justin, Bobby. Yes. Now, in listening to all of my Laguna Beach and Hills interviews, did you also listen to the Ryan Cabrera interview? Because I've had not, Ryan Cabrera. Not yet. I saw that and I was like, ah, I don't have time to listen to this beforehand. So it's bookmarked. He was pitched to me by someone. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, so wait, so first we can talk about like, I, this is my, this is when like, I love an interview. I'm like, okay, we'll talk about your music. Mm-hmm. You dated Avril Lavigne, so we can go there. You dated mm-hmm. Ashley Simpson. So we can, and now like, there were so many boxes with Ryan. I'm like, I don't know where to begin. Like I have so much to discuss with you. Right. You know, and he he had some things to say about the hills. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You should he had some things. And he wasn't like on the let's smear everyone because he had nothing but great things to say about Ashley and like Evan Ross and Jessica. But when it came to the hills, he had a lot to say. Oh, interesting. All right. I'm gonna move that to the top of the list to listen to because that's another will they won't they situation and she went back to him a couple of times if I remember correctly and I actually thought they were gonna maybe try and bring did they bring him back last season for a little bit yeah 
And I thought, oh, okay, we're still in 2006. I'm here for it. 2006 was a good year for me. (laughs) And I assume that like now that he's engaged, I mean, I assume that they went out. I mean, just as to me, that they stunt casted now like Sean Stewart because he's like the new Ryan Cabrera and he's Rod Stewart's son. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't buy that this is just a natural connection. I believe that they were like, we need a rocker or we need a heavy name something. Yeah. Yeah. I did love how he and Justin Bobby kind of had a little bit of a bromance. I thought that was really sweet. (laughs) But again, Justin has this thing where he does, where he kind of comes in and sort of is like, I don't want Adrena, but then, oh, now you're seeing somebody. So I'm going to come and just sort of like stir the pot a little bit to make it more confusing for you, Adrena. Yeah, I still love all that. So like Lowe would be the one that wasn't there that Mm -hmm. I would want. But should we also talk about all the new additions besides yes. Brandon Thomas? Because yes. I mean, that's the opposite side of it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Brandon Thomas, yes, great addition. Who else would you, who, who would you like to talk about next? Um, so I, at the, okay. So at the end of last season, I was like, I don't know how I feel about Brody and Caitlin. I don't know how I feel about this. And then in this season, I'm like, okay, so I think I like Caitlin mm-hmm. because I feel like she didn't, like, I feel like she and Brody are the opposite magnet situation. They're not pulling the best out of each other. And then in this season, I'm, we're seeing her be sent, not sen- sensible is the wrong word, but that's what it feels like. Like with what's her, what's Brody's new little friend's name? Um, oh yeah. The blonde. She's really yeah. pretty and very young. And so she's being very like mindful of like, this is typical Brody but also I don't want to get involved, but also I'm here for you. And I just really appreciate how she's sort of being firm. And I love star this season. Like they've, 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 they've made her the star. Mm -hmm. And she's beautiful. She kind of looks like Nicole Richie to me. Yeah. And I mean, I love how they talk about Miley without mentioning Miley's name. Yeah. They're like, she had a very public relationship with Mm -hmm. a woman. Like, just say it's Miley Cyrus. Yeah. We already know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We already know that's happening. Um, so with, I just keep talking about Brody cause he's so beautiful, you know? And, and I feel like he's, I feel like, I feel like Brody is a little bit like he wants to be loved, but he doesn't know how to get there. Yeah. I mean, and I think like not to be a psychologist, but I think, you know, it has a lot to do with like, you know, having like an absent parent, Mm. not just like your parents are divorced, but like Brody was never close. I don't remember seeing, I don't remember seeing him a lot of like Jenner chatter on the Kardashians either. Like I, I remember when I Googled, um, to try and get the time, like not the timeline, but just to get an understanding of how all these kids fall in, in place when the Kardashians first aired and then realizing the connection between Brody and um the Kardashian the Jenner clan and the and the Kardashian clan and just oh yeah watching that evolve over time and I think maybe in the earlier seasons Brody and Brandon right that's his older brother's name that that unit but like not a good relationship and so I think like I don't know I just think I think I don't know Brody I guess Brody needs some love, right? Like he needs to settle down. He does. Brody and I are the same age. And so I'm over here watching him on the Hills New Beginning thinking, honey, I just need you to focus on you so you can find that person because you clearly just want to be loved. Well, he doesn't seem to be. I don't think this blonde girl that he's taking a bath with is going to be the one. 
that no, he who's ends serious up with his, at like, 24 15, right yeah. you know <laughs> it's not a that's not a thing and especially nowadays because she's probably grown up on watching reality tv and knowing exactly who the kardashians are not that i'm saying she has an agenda it's just but, you know it's got to be hard to be in that position to have such a high profile family and be able to trust the people coming in you know saying they want to have a relationship with you i can't imagine and the fact that like. like you're hot too and like you know like just brody can get anyone yeah yeah when Pretty he fir- much. when he, when he first had his like hair situation i was like do we like this and then by the end of the season premiere i was like yes we do like this this is good hair brody thank you <laughs> i love the new hair i mean but brody is like really himself like on that instagram like he is like literally at that beach riding the waves mm-hmm. every day like mm-hmm. i don't know i love i love it brody's my favorite now yeah so caitlin i feel has like i'm here for it didn't know why she was there the first season but she's kind of became become the star mm-hmm. now we can talk about the other two new ones yes. last season and this season mm-hmm. so this season is Carolyn Demore, who I'm shocked we haven't seen more of. They build her as like the new girl. She's the one who's replacing Misha. Yeah. She's the one that had all the drama with Misha. Yeah. Which I thought adding Misha Barton last year was kind of a, a failed attempt. I liked her on the OC. I was like, are they drawing the line because she was on the OC and yes. the OC? Like, but then, but she's an actress and reality TV is different because there's a level of improv I think that goes into reality TV that you need to be able to do. And not a lot of actors have improv experience. I don't know. I mean, listen, she had no connection to the group mm-hmm. and yes, she was a hundred percent cast as like a, not a joke, but as a like stunt casting, like we're making mm-hmm. a nod to the OC. That's the only reason. Listen, she also was available. Yeah. But that's why she got the job. It was just, listen, they're not going to hire Rachel Bilson. She has a a serious career and she's busy. But I mean, that's why they hired her. It's because she was, and I, listen, I thought that it was, I have, am obsessed with the OC. So anytime you want to talk about the show, the OC, that's a whole nother thing. So I watched it for the first time last year because I was I had run out of stuff to watch and my friend was like what rewatch the OC I'm like what do you mean rewatch I've never seen it and she was like you can't be my friend until you watch the OC it took me a week to get through the entire thing like that's how fast I consumed it I mean so like that's why for me I was so excited that Misha was coming like I Mm -hmm. love I love Misha Barton I have tried to get her on my podcast like I'm obsessed with Misha Barton yeah obsessed so I personally would have stayed with Misha for the next 10 years like Mm -hmm. I did not want her to go anywhere but objectively yeah it was awkward to watch her she just didn't fit in and And I get it like you know you're you're like waiting for your like you know and having talked to these people like I talked to I talked to Jason Waller about it and even if like you've read some of the articles like they said like Misha was waiting for cues like Mm -hmm. seeing she was like, what? Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And talking to people like Jason, they all said when the camera stopped rolling, Misha was great. Like when yeah. we went out to dinner, it's just, she was too aware that there was a camera and she had no lines or no mark mm-hmm. or anything. That's where I think improv can come in and be really helpful for people who are trying, if they're trying to transition from, you know, traditional TV with lines and whatnot to reality TV, because you kind of have to 
think on the fly, but you still have to embed some of your personality and what you're trying to do. And, and I thought it was awkward last season when they had, um, oh my God, why is his name? Perez Hilton. Yes. That interaction was so uncomfortable and not in a way where you're just like, you know, we know that you clearly hate him, Misha, because of all the shit he put you through in the early two thousands. But like, this is just awkward. And he's been on my show four times too. I mean, you know, listen, Perez, and this is not a criticism to him. He's been on my show. Perez, and I say this with actual respect, Perez mm-hmm. will do anything for a paycheck. And I don't mean that negatively because sure. I, guess what? I would do anything for a paycheck too. Right, right. So he's just like, I mean, I'm not showing up for free. Right. He does really have beef with Misha in real life. You know, I mean, Perez wanted to be on the hills now. I think that's going a little too far. He wanted to be the Misha. He like was oh. in- he was in the mix because he does kind of know them like Spencer and Heidi and all that. Yeah. But Amisha just didn't. And, you know, she had all the beef with Caroline and now right. Caroline replaced her. Right. So can I, just... I don't know. I don't know if Caroline was edited out. So yeah, because I don't feel she like she's filmed been in the... a lot. She filmed a lot. Interesting. Um, I, you say Spencer and Heidi. I love Spencer and Heidi now. You know, when I rewatch The Hills, I'm always just like, oh, Spencer, you're the worst. You're the worst, the actual worst. But then, so when they brought him back for the new beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun to watch. And now I'm like, how, how is this? How are you guys like the, like, I love when Heidi gets turned up. I think that's just fun. But like when they're home and just doing home things, it's still very interesting to me, you know, cause being 30 something with kids isn't always that exciting, but they're still having, you know, these big discussions, like Heidi wants another baby and like all these things. And they're still with them pushing, um, Audrina to Sean, like that's, that's kind of a fun storyline to watch too, because that's, that's dating in your thirties, your married friends are trying to set you up with people, even though he's, you know, like we've already talked about, he's just there to be there. Listen, uh, Spencer and Heidi, I agree with everything you just said. So, you know, when, so also, you know, just to give you a gist of what these people are like in real life, having met them, I have to say that Spencer and Heidi are, yeah, they aren't going to do things for free in the mm-hmm. world, but they are two of the nicest people, believe it or not. They are so, so when I met Spencer and Heidi, I was with a friend and we literally had a Pratt daddy t-shirt made of Spencer holding crystals. Oh, I love that. I will take a picture and send it to you. It's literally. And so imagine, don't even ask how we listen, when you want to meet people in New York, you call me, it's a whole thing, but Spencer and Heidi were late to New York and she wasn't feeling well. So mm. the bottom line is we figured out the hotel they were staying at. Because yeah. That's what we do behind the velvet rope on my podcast. And we, my friends and I went to the hotel. I'm like, we're just like, we're going to have a drink here at the yeah. bar lobby and we will be here four hours or 24 hours. It doesn't really matter. Sure. We lucked out and like Spencer and Heidi and Gunner. I have a family picture with Spencer, Heidi and Gunner. Oh, yep. I love that. That's the thing, like whose parents, like I didn't even ask. They had the nanny and they were like, Gunner, there's Heidi's like, do you mind if Gunner's in the picture? I was like, mind? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I am going to drop dead right now. Yes. They couldn't believe we had a, like a Pratt Daddy t-shirt. And I'm just like, I mean, to me, when all is said and done, Spencer and Heidi are the king and queen of the hills. They are. Yes, it's, I agree. It's, they are. The, it's their... They made it. So they lost everything. And, but now you can't, 
that's the thing about why new beginnings is so good. There's certain people like, okay, like you could probably do the show without Jason and ask mm-hmm. no offense to them. And like, friend, right. you can't do, you have to have Spencer and Heidi. You can't yeah. do the Hills without them. Without so them the because, thing, yeah. because it was, they were such a huge part. Like their storyline was literally what kept every season of the Hills going because it's this conflict all the time. And Heidi just loves him so much. And, you know, he's kind of doing dumb shit, but that's what you do when you're in your twenties, you do dumb shit. Um, but I love how loving they are as parents too. And I love that we get to see that on the show because they're just so about being mom and dad and they're so good at it. And like, say what you want. Let's just think back. Cause we're talking about Laguna beach and Hills. Let's think back to when Spencer and Heidi first started dating. Mm-hmm. This was a bad boy, a player. It's not going to last a one night stand, a three month stand. You're like, this will never last. You right. are young. There's 0% chance this relationship is going to last. And mm. here they are. And yep. Spencer is in love with Heidi. He is a good husband yeah. who is faithful to his wife. Like yes. say what you want. These two people found each other. They are true, truly the same person and yeah. they can be themselves. Yes. Heidi. And, I, and look, you could see at the little stage when like, you know, Heidi and Spencer's like, don't get involved. Like, right. you know, there's a producer that's saying to Heidi, like, go get involved. Right. So it's a little bit, it's okay. Like, we don't really care that it's that set up. Right. Like that's, yeah. that part's okay. Like, I don't know. Like we're kind of here for it. Right. But the, to me, they are, yeah, they have a great relationship. Yeah, they really do. I do kind of wish Stephanie was in this season. I liked that she was in last season. Oh, I, yeah. It was so nice to see her come back to you because I feel like in the original Hills, she kind of got a, the crap into the stick because, you know, she was coming out of all of these things that were hard in her life and then being thrown on TV um, befriending Lauren and Spencer hating her for it and all of these things. And she was just so just conflicted. And I thought that bringing her back for new beginnings for the first season was really great because then she got to kind of share her, her story about like, yeah, these were things were hard and now it's better. And she looked good. She looked healthy. Okay. I, when I met Stephanie Pratt in person, I, when she was, a, I didn't even realize it was her approaching really? my friends like that's Stephanie. I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, yeah, that's her. She looks, she looks great. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. And I didn't realize she had spent so much time in England. So of course I fell down the rabbit hole of her Instagram and I was like, get it girl. Like you do you like, and she had more confidence last season too. And I don't think she had a ton of confidence in the Hills. So it was really nice to see her come back and be like, I'm here and I'm the same person, but not. And now, and I was bummed. I miss her. I miss her. I mean, you know, I think my, you know, you don't just have to agree with me. I think my least favorite out of the old cast, I don't not like her, but this Mm -hmm. is like choosing amongst like that. They're all all stars. I just, Audrina is not my favorite. Like I don't not like her. She's just not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. She, I, I struggled with her in the, first season or the first go around a friend of mine. And I actually had a conversation 12 years ago and she's, Oh my God, Audrina is so beautiful. And, da, da, da. and I was like, Audrina is a pain in the ass. Like I need her to find a pair of cojones and figure this shit out. Cause I can't keep doing, I mean, thank you. Yes. Keep bringing Justin Bobby on the screen. Cause I like looking at him. I like also, looking at him, but I mean, I have to say he's nothing for, he's actually my third Brody is by far the first. And I take Brandon Thomas as second. Yeah. I put Justin Bobby third. 
Yeah. I think that's a fair order because it is. Yeah. And I loved how like the whole time in the Hills, you know, Justin Bobby's not, he's just this gruff sort of guy on his motorcycle, which is when you're in your twenties is totally sexy. If you like that kind of thing. And then in this season of Hills news beginning, he's getting a little bit more vulnerable. And I was just like, wait, what's happening? Is he having a life crisis? Cause you're vulnerable right now. And I'm here for it. Can we get more of that please? Yes. And I do still think that's a setup too of like, look, oh. I think, well, I, I mean, listen, I, I think because I interview all these different yeah. people all week, I just am always like, what is true and not true, but I, I'm not criticizing. I don't care if it's not true. I mean, it's all real, but like, it seems like a setup to me. Like, look, I think that Caitlin's affair or whatever you yeah. want to call it with yeah. Miley has if there was ever a question of whether she, I'm not sure Caitlin would be back this season if it wasn't for Miley Cyrus. I think that kind of, cause I mean, she's divorced from Brody. Yeah. It's like over. I think that was like, okay, let's not discount this girl. I think they decided to keep her. And then I think when they were like putting things up on their board of mm-hmm. like, what are we going to do? Okay. Ryan Cabrera is fucking done with us. Right. Listen to the interview. He's I not will. interested okay, let's go down. And I don't think Sean Stewart was like the first choice, but I think right. they landed on him. And I think with Caitlin, they're like, what are we going to do? And I think with Justin Bobby, like, I think they're just like, oh, okay, these two, we're going to put these two, we're going to, we're going to do something mm-hmm. and it's going to be a new love triangle. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Cause he did pull her off to the side yeah. and I did have, and I, <laughs> I think it's coming. I mean, what yeah. do I know? But I think it's coming. And I, so I think like that stuff is kind of staged, but mm-hmm. not not in a bad way. Look, the fact that they could even do this during COVID and come right. out with like, so that's the thing. And like, you know, you look at a lot of reality shows too, I think, and you're like, this person is my favorite. That like, but the hell's like, this is all stars. It's yeah. everybody is great. It, yeah. it works. It works. It does. It works. I do kind of like some, I was reading somewhere. I, I don't remember. Anyway, somebody was, maybe it was on your podcast with Alex M talking about Frankie and like how he's not like a huge fixture on this season but he also wasn't a huge fixture in the hills either he was always just kind of a background character and um I love his wife Jen I think she's so cute um but I would it would be nice to see more of them because he wasn't such a big piece of the hills and then they you know they do bring him back and you think okay how does he kind of fit you know yes we know he's part of the friend group but like give us a little bit more and bring low on, man. I yes, mean, I love her. I mean, I don't, I mean, she, I've tried to get her. I mean, she has a real business too. It's nowhere as big as Lauren's, but mm-hmm. I mean, you mean to tell me she just is that serious that she doesn't want to be on TV? I don't right. know. I don't like know. she does have a real business. I'm, I'm here for it all. I am upset about Misha. Caroline has been speaking out a lot against Misha. Really? Well, do you know the whole thing when like, do you know the whole story? Like Caroline, the pizza sauce girl was friends with Misha. They were friends. And when Caroline got cast, Misha was like, you know, it's almost like firing you and then hiring one of your best friends. Mm. Mm -hmm. She has more of a tie with the group than Misha. But when that happened, Misha was like, when people were like, you're, we heard you're getting fired and you're being replaced. And she's like, Carolyn, she's like, that would be like watching like wet paint dry or something (laughs) like that. She's like, she's one of the most boring people ever. 
So Carolyn took the high road and it's just like, you just helped my pizza sauce sales by like 10. Right. But Caroline now is like, well, karma's a bitch, bitch, because I'm on the show now and you're not. Right. So I guess that wasn't a rumor. So there's really stuff going on in real life between them. But I think Carolyn should have been in, I'm not sure if what we're going to see, but mm-hmm. she was hailed as the new like star, like everywhere. Yeah. And she's, so I don't know if she's now been edited out. I, I don't know. Yeah. And by the way, I love the updated theme song too. It works. It works. At first I hated it. I'm like, no, no, bring, bring back the, but now it's like times have changed. Yeah. Like this is. They've evolved. We've evolved. I love how Spencer has his crystal in his little segment. I'm just like, oh, Spencer, I just love that you, you have this thing and you're into it and it makes me happy for you. They're real. Like there's just Spencer and Heidi are just reality TV gold. I love them. I know that they talked a lot about too, what it was like after the fact being really hard and losing all their money. Do you think in all the, and have you interviewed Heidi and Spencer? Is that a thing that you want to do? Like we have five shows a week. I would take Spencer and Heidi all five. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. I just, yeah, I've tried. Yeah. I'm I so- have a feeling that Spencer and Heidi don't do anything unless there's money. And yeah, I just have a thing where like, it's a very slip. Cause I've thought of paying for a guest or two, like mm-hmm. in theory I would, but it's a slippery slope because yeah. I've never done it. Cause then like, well, first of all, what amount of money are we talking? Right. Second of all, you pay for someone like a Spencer and a Heidi, and then like you get a Whitney. And then all of a sudden, Whitney hears Spencer and Heidi were paid. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a slippery slope where everyone's going to want to get paid. I've never paid for a guest. Right. And I've had bigger names than Spencer and Heidi. So it's just like a thing where like, I don't want to go down. But yeah, honey, I, I have tried. I've been like, I'll take Spencer. I'll take Heidi. I'll take them together. Yes. I'll take any combination. I love them both. I mean- I like Spencer more than Heidi, but like, I love them both. And Heidi was just, I'm telling you, they were two of the nicest people when I met them. Yeah, I love hearing that because you just feel like watching the Hills. If you don't, if you don't do anything other than watch the Hills, you're not necessarily left with the best impression of Spencer and Heidi, which is why I loved that they came back for new beginnings because it's like, we've all grown in the last 12 years. So how have you grown in the last 12 years? But I always wonder if, if Heidi ever regrets not being on the show per se, but I understand that she had a lot of pressure and I know she's spoken about how she would get emails about plastic surgery and, you know, facial reconstruction, all this stuff. And, you know, she, she did sort of succumb to those emails and do those things. And I just, I would love, if they wrote a memoir about like that time frame, I would buy it in a heartbeat because I'm dying to know, like, what do you regret? Do you wish that you hadn't done these things? What are the things that you loved about it? Just the whole thing. I wanted, I don't want a reunion show. I want you to write your perspective in a book. (laughs) Speaking of books. So I've gone to like all of their book signings and, you know, I have to tell you, you know, who's not the nice one in real life is Elsie Lauren. That doesn't surprise me because she was so controlled. And this has nothing to do with the hills. This has to do with all of her books that have nothing to do with the hills. Yeah, you know, design and all that. It's like, first of all, you're not even talking about the hills. Like you're not up there mentioning. But I've just met. I've met her many times. She's just yeah. She's not. Listen, you're at a book signing, and every person that's handing you a copy is this is money. You're getting Mm -hmm. higher on the best seller list. She just isn't having it. She's did, not. Did you read any of the books that she wrote that are fiction? 
now are they good no they're I've not. read other people's like I've read Nicole Richie's fiction and I've read mm-hmm. Lisa Rinna like I'm I'm all about reading a fiction book that may have yeah. been ghostwritten but I've never read hers yeah no it's not good I was so excited because Hills had ended and I was like oh she's doing other things I'm so excited blah blah because the Kristen you know Lauren drama is forever and I'm here for it forever um, but Kristen Cavallari is probably my favorite from Laguna and I we should talk about her when they announced very Cavallari I was like I'm sorry, Black Jesus, were you looking out for me? Because I needed this. Now let's discuss Miss Cavallari. Where should we begin? First of all, so I watched Very Cavallari as well. Just it's like, come one, back. Yeah, it's one of these things where I didn't love it at first. And mm-hmm. then at some point I realized like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of things. You want to talk about what to listen to on my show? This isn't yes. just a plug. Go listen to my talk. I mean, go Google it. It's gone. There was so much press on this with Kelly Henderson, Kristen's ex-best friend. Yes. I had her on my show. You did? I love that. Oh, I'm going to have to look and find that one because she's... And mm-hmm. it wasn't, she was like, I'm here to talk. And we talked. <gasps> Oh, I can't wait. I can't. So wait. that's what I do on my show. Like it's, it's literally like, I don't have an opinion. It's like, I am like, my job is to get you to say what your truth is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like some tea for the listeners, but I won't comment. So, but it went all, it was like in people magazine us, like it got a lot of press. Like she basically had a lot to say about Kristen. That doesn't surprise me because yeah. she, it doesn't just, surprise you. Just watching it unfold on the Instagram was like, <gasps> Okay, what? All right, okay. Now, let me tell you about Miss Kristen in real life. Uh, besides the fact that she is literally not of this planet, like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how so- she's literally drop dead gorgeous. She's so beautiful, it's not fair. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, and yes. She, see, this is why, like, you would think she wouldn't be nice. She's like the nicest person. Yeah. So nice, so lovely. I love lovely. that. Like, it really broke my heart on very Cavallari when she was talking to her dad about how, you know, they didn't know that she was going to be sort of edited as the bad guy and that, and, and it, how upset, how upsetting that was. I was like, ah, oh, that's got to suck to be like 17. And like, yeah, everybody wants to be famous at 17, especially in 2003. And, um, you know, to kind of have that be the outcome. And then you are a really actual decent human and everyone thinks that you're this horrible villain. Ugh. It's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. I mean, I think here's the thing of why I love Kristen is because like she, she has a real business too, Mm -hmm. like, you know, but yet she still did the show. But what I love about her is she, I mean, she, her show did not fail. I mean, she truly quit and she's like, I will not have be on TV during a divorce and expose my children to this. And that is like, you have to love that. Right. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I love how private she is about her family too, because she chose this life. Her children didn't. And she says that multiple times. And I really respect that because I think there's a lot of, listen, I'm here for everybody's kids. I want to see everybody's kids, but I also in the previous life worked in government and I've seen what happens on the back end side. When you make your child's name, a hashtag, it's not great. You're making it easy for perverts to find you. I don't recommend it. But at the same time, I'm like, but I'm one of the consumers that's like, yes, show me your kids because I want to see your beautiful family. Um, but I really love how she's mindful of it. There's, uh, Do you follow Du Moi on Instagram? I do. Like, I'm not up on it. But I, I, the latest thing, though, is that whole, um, the whole 
Jay Cutler thing. You know, Jay Cutler now wants half of Uncommon James. Yeah. And so and this is getting ugly, my dear. It's, it this is, is getting, getting ugly. ugly. But I appreciate that even Dumas will, when people send anonymous tips about Kristen, she'll still like, if it's a photo, she'll like still black, like make sure that their kids' faces are covered up. So I love that people yes. are respecting her privacy about her family. Um, yes who, and yes. Have you had anybody else on your show from Very Cavallari? No, I have tried so hard to get Justin Anderson. I want Justin Anderson. That would be a great interview. And look, I mean, he's not going to trash Kristen. That's not what it's about. I mean, he'll be loyal to her, but just, I just want him just in general. There's a lot we can talk about, right? He's just so much fun on the show too. Like I really love when they do like bits that are just him and his We get close. We get close. Like Mm -hmm. where he's going to do it. And then like, he's, you know, some of these people are just very flaky. They mean Mm -hmm. well. Justin's just one of those, like, I feel like his head is in the cloud. So he says, yes. And then I'm like, okay, well, here are 15 dates and times. <laughs> like, yes means like, I mean, I'll do it now. Yeah. And then it's like radio silence. It's like, well, sweetie, when you said yes, I mean, that's, I'm ready. Like, yeah, I let's want you. Yeah. And then nothing, like he just, he vanishes. Do you think very Cavallari will come back once everything's sort of settled? Cause it's, it's like you said, it's getting pretty, it's getting pretty intense. And I can't imagine the emotional uh, pull that's taking on her. And first of all, well, these divorces, I mean, you know, look at like Bethany Frankel's divorce. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this divorce is probably years in the making. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I don't think it's going to be resolved. And I don't think like, I think you know, in the end, it'll probably settle and who knows what that will be. I mean, she might have, I mean, technically she might have to pay him something Yeah, because he stayed home. I mean, yes, he has a gazillion dollars and he chose to stay home, but he did help build this business. I mean, at first, and I think she'll fight that as long as she, and that's the same thing with Bethany. She was like, I would rather spend $500,000 than give you a dollar because this skinny girl is mine. I think Chris, I mean, you know, and then eventually when you spend five, you know, when you spend $2 million, right. you're like, okay, we have to end this. But I think Kristen just, you know what I mean? Like Uncommon yeah. James is really her baby. I don't see her mm-hmm. just being like, sure, I'd rather half. give you a check for 300 than, you know, spend 3 million. I think she's going to fight this. And I think yeah. this is, so because of that, I can't see it coming back. I just think it's going to be so long. Yeah. And I think it'll be like a different show at that point. Yeah. Mind you, Jay, Jay was the fan favorite mm-hmm. on the show. He was a little cutie patootie. I mean, that shocks me, the whole thing. Cause you know, you really thought they had a good marriage, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least Cause he was I super did. supportive and he yeah. just, he, when, so I'm a single person raising a child who has all these amazing ideas, but I can't make them happen because I still have to pay bills and raise my child. So seeing him be so supportive of her online, on the show of her business and her passion. And even when they went to Italy, so she could find her family, like that was just, it was just so beautiful to see on TV, just that love and support it felt unconditional I don't understand what went wrong Mm -hmm. I mean I get the impression that she wanted this and that he was controlling I mean that's Mm -hmm. kind of my but that's not with any analysis that's just like I think that's what I took away from all right right it was a great show though yeah and on E and E needs a hit yeah they do especially now that the Kardashians are kind of saying sayonara 
which is going to be crazy because they've been on TV for so long. Like you watch the Kardashians. So here's what I do. I don't watch. Or are you just the Hills and the OC and all this other stuff? So I love anything Adam DeVello does because I love the way that he tells a story. Okay. So could we just take a minute now and just breathe? I mean, tell me you watch Selling Sunset. Tell me. Obviously the answer is yes. It's literally the best show that mm-hmm. possibly has ever existed. So I've had on Jason Oppenheim. <gasps> I've had on Mary. I've had on, listen, girl, you got, you got a lot of behind the velvet rope episodes to listen to. I really to. do. This is great. Cause I'm going on a road trip in a couple of weeks. So I have, I had a Maya Vander. Go. I had my, oh, and I had a man's on a two part with a man's on. Oh my God. Is, I bet that was amazing. She's like in her own world, but so nice. Yeah. We talked about t- dating Tate Diggs and Who's everything. Beautiful. Oh, Selling Sunset is the best fucking thing that has ever existed. I mean, I I can't even tell you how much I love it. When so Netflix is like, we think you're going to like this show and showed the trailer. And I was like, Netflix, you nailed it because I'm ready. Is it ready? Is it ready now? And then when oh, so you watched it from the beginning. Oh, absolutely. I was here for every episode. I I don't care that what's her face. Um, uh, she got married and she had the zebra. Was it a zebra? Oh, Christine, that was no, but that wedding look from day to night. Oh, that looks amazing. So beautiful. And I'm just like, I'm here for every single one of you. I don't think I don't like any of you because I'm here for everything that you all are doing. And because Adam DeVello created this, it looks gorgeous. It feels like the hills. It It really does. Well, I did the opposite. I did not watch season one. I was too busy because I do a lot of Bravo and Housewives. I cover a lot of that on my show. And then during COVID, it was like that season two and everyone was talking about it. I was like, okay, listen, I am not watching this show. This is what I said to myself. I have no time. (laughs) I am just going to watch the pilot of season. You know, we've got to go in order, start season one, episode one. And just because you know, and then I'll see like, it's not going to be that great. And like, I'll do, I'll do it. And then I'll move on in life. And I'll be like, I tried it. I'm not interested. Okay. Okay. I did the whole first two seasons within like one day. I'm like, Oh, so you came in after season two dropped. Yes. Oh my god. Because that's when people really started talking about it. It wasn't well because the Chriselle and Justin Hartley divorce was all over Chriselle's storyline in season two. And holy shit. Holy shit. Right. I was late and then I went back. And but I also love like million dollar listing New York and LA. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you watch those. I'm like, I love a good real estate porn show. I love it. It's so so uh, I just was like And I mean, then you have these like, and I asked them all, like, this is where my mind goes. Like, you know, the two brothers, yes, they're hot, but like they're sitting up front. Mm-hmm. All the women are in back. Like, does mm-hmm. anyone see this like misogyny? And everyone is like a size zero or negative zero. And you mean, and I asked, I asked them all about this. Like, I'm like, you know, like I said to Jason, like, you need to convince me that you would hire someone who's a great agent who's not attractive. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't buy it. Or like, even like a, even like a five would be okay. Like a normal human, because you see how skinny Mary is and you're like, she's beautiful. But then also like, how do you get that skinny Mary? I don't understand. They're all just, yeah, but she's, they're all different. Mary really is the one who is, and she was on my, when I interviewed Jason, who's in the office and Mary was in the background. 
Mary is the worker. She's really the hardest worker of them all. She's all about the work. Which I mean, explains Christine, why. Let's face it, Christine is over doing real estate. Like, yeah, Christine she's moved on to being an influencer mm-hmm. online and wants to be a reality actress and just live her best life yes. in that way. Yeah, she's not. Mary's just like, you know, whatever. The cameras are great, but I'm happy that this helps my business. Bottom line, this show. Yeah. Is like, you know. When I when they when they announced when they shared at some point on Selling Sunset that she was like a solo mom and had her child pretty young and became super successful, I was like, "Get it, girl. Good for you." Because that's not easy to do when you have a child to raise. Um, and not. I know that that's part of the contention in the office is that she gets all the listings. But with you saying that she's a hard worker, that makes perfect sense. Like if she's here to sell the deal, then she's gonna she's gonna do whatever it takes. As you know, compared to some of the others. I hope, yeah, I was going to say, I I hope that new beginnings goes on. I don't, I have to Google the ratings. I'm very into numbers and I don't Mm -hmm. know where it stands. Like, how does it stack up against like, my gut says like the Jersey Shore reincarnation is doing better than the Hills. I'm thinking. I see more promotion of that. Um, So I watched the show Younger on, it's technically it airs on TV land, but it's- Um, Honey- (laughs) Uh, hello hello we we love all the same tv shows i mean i didn't watch the latest episode but i've watched every all the others this season so far you have to watch the latest episode it is i literally it ended and i was like the fuck next week is the last episode how are we gonna make this happen like Oh, I fucking love Younger so much. It's one of the best shows ever. Do you but watch I, Emily in Paris? Yes, I'm here for yeah. any show that is going to be like, here's Darren a woman. Star is great. Yes, and give me all of the shows that have a, a lead character female who's got multiple love interests that she can't figure out which one she wants because they bring out different things in her. I love that shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I did um, with with going back to your original question so the kardashians i don't watch in chronological order or anything like that you know how e will do like a sunday mm-hmm. marathon that's when i sit down for an entire day and will consume what i need to consume about the kardashians and i'm really hoping that they still do that because that's one month of my or one sunday of my life a month what am i gonna do if <laughs> i don't have that option anymore it's all about my tv watching habits e fix that it's they're they're all great shows mm-hmm. they are literally all great shows so I mean, are honestly. you gonna watch the um oh my god what is the reboot of sex in the city called it's escaping me right now you know what see here's the thing i never watched the first sex in the city i know that sounds crazy no it's I not just crazy was so busy at the time and it just i just like it's, I just, it's yeah. one of those shows that just skipped. I just skipped over. You know, I think that's okay because I watched it as a young adult and was like, oh, this is totally what life in New York is. I have no idea. I don't live in New York. I've never lived in New York. I've only ever lived in California. And then as you get older and you kind of get a little bit more life experience, you're just like, um, I kind of feel like Carrie kind of sucks a little bit, you know, or, you know, I love Samantha's in tuneness with her sexuality or Miranda's like you start picking it apart. Like they would be your friends rather than idolizing them. Like, Oh, I want these friends. You're like, Oh, I have a friend like you and you suck. I should have watched it, but younger has like, even from the beginning, I loved 90210 loved those. Oh, gossip girl loved. How excited are you? Are you excited at all for the re the new one? Cause it's coming I- out in July. So excited. I have somebody coming up on my show from 
it's not like let's calm down it's not a blaze lively or but i have someone from the original gossip girl coming up on my show i love gossip girl i'm gonna watch the new one I am here for it. So I'm actually rewatching it right now because I'm preparing an episode about Gossip Girl, the original compared to the new one. But also my friend was like, oh, you know, that's based on a book. I'm like, yeah, I see that it says based on the book by Cecily. What's her face? She's like, no, you need to read the book, too. (laughs) When does the new one come out? Because I don't even know. It's July. I want to say it's on a Wednesday. Because that's this is going to be good for my my new shows that are coming up. It's all going to work out. So I'm rewatching it now because so I had I didn't watch it when originally aired because July 8th, July 8th is going to drop so soon. Um, It is so good. So my friend was like last year, my friend was like, oh, things were stressful, COVID, whatever. She's like, oh, rewatch Gossip Girl. Same friend who told me to rewatch the OC that I had never seen. It's like, oh, I've never seen Gossip Girl. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, but you need to watch Gossip Girl. It's so good. It was so good. And now that I'm rewatching it, I just, last night I was on Instagram, just drinking a little too much white wine last night because it was hot in my house. It's like, got on Insta stories. It's like, guys, Jace Crawford, how did we not realize how hot he was back then? Because he was super hot back then. And I feel I like he's super it. hot now. I realized it. But it was all about Leighton Meester for me. Oh, I love her. Love. Love. It's- She's so good. And I love all of the tributes shows that they do that show like um, her Audrey Hepburn obsession. I just, I love how they reenact that scene from Breakfast at Tiffany's where she's running down the alley finding Kat. It's so good. They did such a great job. It's like the person who wrote that episode had a clear understanding of the film Breakfast at Tiffany's to be that well done. Um, and then there was another one too. She does My Fair Lady sort of has My Fair Lady dreams as well. And I thought they did a really great job. The new that. one's going to be good. I mean, it's yeah. Um, so is there, cause I, I hear chatter about like people, like uh, somebody sent me a Reddit thread where they were talking shit about how diverse the cast is because Upper East Side isn't diverse. So I don't, is the, can you put that in context for me? Cause I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know if that's really true. I mean, it is, and it's not really true. I mean, the Upper East Side is not so diverse, but there, first of all, there's no way this show could have been made without a diverse cast. Let's just call it what it is. That's the way the world works now. But it's more diverse than people probably think. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like now, I mean, it is, it is, it is diverse. You know, it is. It's more diverse than people probably think. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to have a diverse cast. I think, yeah, it just, it makes sense. They couldn't have done this any other way. And I don't think it's such a stretch. Like the Upper East Side is not, it's not diverse, but it's not, not diverse. Do you know what I mean? It's more diverse than people probably think. Sure. Which, you know, when you live in California your whole life and you only ever visit New York, you don't really have a whole lot of context there. It's good. I've seen the trailers. I've seen snippets. And I'm just like, I cannot wait. Is it going to be a weekly drop? Are we going to just drop it all at once? Like, what's what is the it deal? on? Is it on HBO streaming or um, or HBO Max, whatever that is? I think it is going to just be HBO Max. Let me check for you. That's kind of what I think. I have a feeling it's going to be on HBO Max. 
Well, I'll have to, I should come back on and talk about that. when it, I was just going to ask you when if you it, would yeah. like to come back and talk about that. Cause I want to do a whole gossip girl thing. Cause I loved last year when I watched it, I, I loved the whole show. I can't believe I missed it when it was first on. Did you watch it when it was for originally aired? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It just is so, and I love Lily. I feel like. Oh, well, I mean, she was on Melrose Place, too. Mm -hmm. She's, like, my favorite character. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with Kelly Rutherford. I'm literally obsessed. She's so beautiful. I just finished the flashback episode where they did a flashback from when, you know, how Serena gets arrested or whatever, and, like, they flashback to Lily and her sister. And I love that they had Brittany Snow play a young Lily. I thought that was a really good um, Brilliant. And I love that we got such a great snippet about Kelly Ruth, um, Lily's life before children. I thought that was a really good move. It's good. I, I will totally come back on when that comes back on. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I appreciate you for that. Um, tell me one final thought about your Hills. What? Okay. How do I want to say this? <laughs> yes. Okay. I have a couple, I have a two part question. Okay. First for my listeners. If they were to pick one Hills Laguna Beach interview of yours to listen to, who should that be? I really like the Jason Waller interview the best because I love talking about, like, listen, I have a very serious side sometimes. And Mm -hmm. I just, I love talking about things like fame and all that. But like with Jason, it was all about substances and addiction. I mean, listen, it's a lot about the Hills and right. how Lauren is forever the girl that didn't go to Paris and like right. we talk the Hills, but I love that we can get into like addiction. I mean, Jason just slipped up like a year mm-hmm. and a half. I mean, it was fairly recent and just yeah. we go there. And so I don't know the Jason Waller and he was just a great guy. Yeah. I think that interview, we talk about it all. Literally, we talk about Misha, the, yeah. the new cast, Laguna, everything. So I think Jason is the one to do. Alex M and Christina Schuller were great. Yeah. Ryan Cabrera is just a different, you know, cause he's been on them all. I mean, he's yeah. been there, but I would say Jason Waller would be my number one. That is a really good interview. I really appreciated how, op- I really appreciate how open he is about his addiction and his relationship with alcohol. Cause I don't think that we have enough people being as authentic as he is being about those things. So when, when you guys got, got deep down and dirty about it, I was like, Oh, I'm so here for this because it makes me understand him better, especially during that time frame, being young and rich and famous and how hard that can really affect you. If you're not prepared for it, that is a great interview. It's a good one. That's that, that's the one I would do. And I have somebody coming this week from new beginnings. So oh, I can't wait. Somebody Somebody, yeah, somebody I haven't had before. I love new beginnings. It's, but when when you talked about on your Alex M interview and they were talking, she was talking about how they were kind of talking in talks a little bit about doing a Laguna reboot or whatever, but then like Hills and New Beginning kind of came out. I'm here for the Laguna reboot. Like, yeah, I, I like, I where is Talon? Where yes. is, you know, I mean, Stephen Coletti is not going to do it because he's busy, but like, where are these other people? I mean, they're all busy, but like, 
you could make something of it. Trey, you, you, you could make something of it. Honestly, yeah. it'd be a good show. And listen, you guys, they don't need a big network. Just dump it on YouTube and yeah. I'll still watch it. <laughs> Put it somewhere. Do it on Instagram, IGTV. I'll still watch it. I'm here for it. I just Put it need somewhere, it. Man. Put it somewhere. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I would love that. None of my friends watch The Hills. They all think I'm too old, and I'm just and like Gossip Girl. Guys. I'm gonna come back for Gossip Girl for sure. Yes, I'm actually working on that one right now by rewatching okay. it, and, and um, can't you rewatch the- it. And whenever you want to talk about it, I'll be back. Oh, I'm so excited! Okay, tell everybody where they can find you if they're not already following you, so they can listen to my podcast. I tell everyone if you are completely annoyed by me here today. Guess what? You should still listen to my podcast because I don't talk on it. It's me. I am a journalist and I am answering questions and getting all the dirt for you. And I go there. I will ask like Alex M, you know, convince me that you are not jealous. Convince me that you don't look at a Kristen Cavallari and you don't say to yourself, that could be me. And I could have all that money and all that fame. I mean, I'm sure you have a great life. I need you to convince me. And These those fabulous vacations. I, right. Like I'm going to go there and ask the questions you actually want answered. So if you are annoyed by me, just come and listen to my podcast because you won't <laughs> hear me. It's just me asking questions and the other person talks. Behind the Velvet Rope, literally behind the Velvet Rope, anywhere podcasts are found. And you can follow me on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope. There's no thought. It's just at Behind Velvet Rope. And hopefully you'll, it's all, it's five interviews a week. It's not just reality. I've tried some people from younger. I have someone from Gossip Girl coming up. We have actors, actresses, but lots of reality. So, oh, ton of people coming up from 90210. I just had Randy Spelling on. Oh, the Randy Spelling interview is phenomenal. You should listen to it. That's a good one. It's all about like, when did you realize, at what point in your life did you realize your life is probably not like other children? Right. Right. And how was it? And when you went down to the famous Christmas parties, oh yeah, like there was Michael Jackson. The Randy Spelling one was a great interview. And how do you feel when you're sitting at home and you turn on the TV and there's True Tory and you're watching with the rest of the world? Now, Randy is, that's a good one to listen to. But I've got 90210 stuff coming out for you too. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. We, we, this is my pie. It's all pop culture. You're never going to have like a sports person or something like that. It's all rooted in pop culture so we weren't allowed to listen. watch yeah we weren't allowed to watch 902 when i was Ugh. or at least i wasn't my sister could because she was much older than well five years older than i am and so i would sneak watch it and it was just oh it's so good i'll, I'll come back though and keep in touch with me because we'll i will really set it up to come back this was really fun yeah i really appreciate you coming on today and taking the time out to be here and to talk with me about the hills and i look forward to listening to all those recommendations that you make and i encourage everybody who's listening to listen to those episodes if they're of interest to you i have listened to your podcast it is really really good it is really good thank you and before we leave who do people tell you that you look and act and sound like um, I've gotten a lot of Rashida Jones, but really? I don't. Any, anyone else? Mm-mm. Really? Listen, I live in a very small town that is a lot is limited in culture. <laughs> I completely think for me, you are like a dark hair Tori Spelling. What? 
You've never been told that. You look like Tori no. Spelling to me, 100%. Well, listen, guys, that's just made my day. And now I'm going to have an overinflated ego. Go all and Google day. like older pictures of Tori when she was young. She had glasses like yours, hair like you. Google this. Do you remember I'm when serious. she was on Saved by the Bell and played yeah. Screech's girlfriend? I loved her there. Yeah. You look like her. Oh, Google you. it. All right, I'll come back for sure. I love it. Thank you again so much for coming on. This was really a joy. I feel like I know you a little bit because I've listened to multiple episodes of your podcast. So says. it was really exciting. Listen, we will talk. I'm going to come back for Gossip Girl, for real. Oh, I'm so excited. I will reach out and we'll make that happen. And we'll again, do it. thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, anytime. Thank you. It's been fun. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation with David. Also, be sure to tune in to his show if you haven't already. I know I've listened to a couple of his episodes, mostly the ones that have Laguna Beach, The Hills celebrities, but also he's got a pretty interesting breadth of, of guests on his show, so it's totally worth it to look into it. He's a great interviewer. He gets a lot of really good stuff from his guests, so definitely take the time. Okay, now for reals. Now for reals. Bridgerton starts in just a few. Have a great one, everyone. Talk to you all later. Bye.